We just out here skating, you know, every day we do so. Let's fucking sir! Let's go! We in this bitch. I really didn't give a fuck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is modern day hippie shit. Three, two, one, we're live. What's good, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of MDHTV, episode 101 in them honeys, baby. I'm with Rob, as always. You know, how you doing, man? Good, man. Chilling, chilling. Out here in the cold, smoking my weed. So I can get ready to go to the Eagles game today. Hope who they, who they play? They play the Titans today. So A.J. Brown gets some revenge on his previous team for not wanting to sign him. He's been uh, I heard one that, of our best uh, players, so. I heard Tao or Tua, the Titans quarterback. No, heard that nigga. It's for the Dolphins. Oh, oh, so sorry. Who's who's the Titans um quarterback? Yeah, I don't even know who they're gonna try it out there. They had like Tannehill. Oh, um, no, I, I think it's some bum though. I I was talking about. Yeah. I must have been talking about the Dolphins because I heard the Tua dude like he almost got um benched for life a couple games ago. Now he's been killing ever since then. Yeah. Yeah, man, definitely. He he got crushed in a crazy injury. You know, what I mean, he was like a meme for that shit. And uh, yeah, fucking, he bounced back and he's a beast now. Yeah, I think it's Tannehill right now. Bro, isn't that a, shit crazy though? But... Like how um, fucking, you become a meme like after like the worst injury. Like I remember Kevin Ware. If y'all remember back in the NCA, um. You know, tournament, like, I think it was, like, 2013. This nigga broke his leg during the game. And, like, that nigga became a meme. <laughs> like, him just laying on his back. And I'm like, the internet doesn't give a fuck, bro. <laughs> Darren, don't give a fuck. This is fucking brutal. <laughs> At least yeah. somebody will be. And other people will laugh and share it. No. <laughs> but, yeah, man. Speak, you know, speaking of, of not giving a fuck. You know, we we can just bring this shit up right now. It's nigga gay. Oh, me. It's nigga. He went on uh, Info Wars. You know, Alex Jones's podcast or whatever. Said he loved Hitler. He said he loved Dolph. Said he loves the Nazis. What 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 what's your take, man? What you think? You think, yeah, man, I, you think he's just went off the deep end? Do you think like he has something? You I know, think he does have more? some. I think he does have some like mental health issues or something like that. You know what I mean? He can't even regulate himself. Even these crazy people that have been hardcore extremists for years. That's what Alex Jones is known for, and he's like, dude, you got to calm down. That that's bad, man. That's bad when these guys Bro, are when saying Alex you're Jones going to telling you to calm down. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's a, that's unheard of. Alex Jones was like, damn, this this guy's wild. <laughs> you know? Uh so 
you know, yeah, I think he took it too far. And yeah, I think his presidential run is probably over, man. I'm sorry, Tom. Well, nah, I don't, I don't think. I'm going to be honest. I don't think that shit affected his presidential run at all. I think that's. Elon took him off the platform again. Don't, then he, he just let everybody. But, but you know what? You know what I think. Back. You know what I think he's doing. I think he's just trolling the fuck out of everybody. Because think about it, this nigga Elon brought Twitter on some free speech, yada yada yada. We gonna allow free speech no matter what. If it's hate speech, we just gonna um not promote it, but we gonna allow it. That nigga literally just said all that shit like two weeks ago, and I mean, granted, this nigga Kanye posted a swastika inside the star of David, but like, <laughs> nah, but, but when you like really take yourself out of like the situation and, and like away from history, it's not free speech. So like, just does, does free speech like really exist if, you know, he can't say these things. And, and like, I saw these, this take, it was like, you know, as mad as y'all may be, um, what Kanye's doing, that is true centrist centrism, which like, it really is like, a Nazi and a and a Jew, them having to coexist, kind of like black people, um, and black enslaved people and their white slave masters have to coexist. That's true modern centrism. And I my issue with, you know, everything going on with Yay and shit. And you know, I'm not I'm not even about to defend this nigga with the shit he been saying. Like you know, it is what it is. That nigga, I ain't gonna say he's he off the. He's off the deep end, but I don't think he's crazy. I think he has, like, a plan with all this shit. I don't think he's articulating anything well, but I, I don't think, like, he... I think he's just saying shit, but at the same time, I think he's just saying shit with a purpose behind it. I just don't think he's saying it the right way. But um, my point is, like, what he's doing is he's opening up these conversations for us to have because all this shit these niggas are mad at, at that he's doing or saying... It's shit black people have to deal with on a daily basis and nobody gives a fuck. So, like, on one hand, I could feel bad, but on the second, I'm like, y'all don't give a fuck about that shit when it happens to us. So I don't really give a fuck when that that is happening at all right now. You know, just being brutally honest. Like, it's hard for me to give a fuck when the same situation happens and y'all aren't consistent. So it's like, why would I give a fuck? You feel me? And I feel like that's where a lot of black people are right now. I've been talking to a lot of just young whites and, and like regular whites. They, I'm gonna be honest, they really don't give a fuck. Like they think the nigga's tripping. They're not about to get on his bandwagon and like defend this nigga. But as far as like presidents go, they don't get like him saying this shit about the Jews is not something that they're gonna be like, yo, we're not voting for this nigga. And like, you know. A lot of people. That's will, a good or bad. I'm I'm just know, saying, like from what I'm observing, that's, like in that's real like, life with real people. And a lot of the people, like if you're talking to people at work and shit, half of those people probably aren't even really gonna vote. You know, what I mean, not no, I'm not. Lie. It's not even people but, just at work. It's people at my school. It's like yeah, different facets like, of life. Like when it comes to it, that's the one thing about like the modern day though. Like, whatever happens on the internet is like forever. You know what I mean? So those clips of, of him, like whether or not he wants to walk it back or not, that's going to be out there. Him adamantly saying like, I love Hitler. I love Nazis. Like that shit's out there now. You know what I mean? And then other people are going to be like, oh, and then they're going to play that in front of somebody and say, do you support it? Yeah. And then, and, and another guy then who has to support him and say, oh, you support this guy. 
immediately after they play that clip, you have to say, yeah, I do support him. And nobody's going to want to do that. You know what I mean? That's just that's just the, re- the that's world funny. today. You know what I mean? I've seen it over and over again in, in our history of media and, and how things work. And that's how it works. They're going to repeat that and they're going to say, you support this guy. Immediately after that, you have to say yes or no. And people are not going to say yes. Because like I said, that's. But, you know but I mean? it was kind of the same way with Trump. Niggas didn't. There wasn't too many people like, yeah, we support him out loud. But they was like, fuck it, nigga. We're going to vote for this nigga. Fuck it. I think I, I'm i not saying that, you know, people don't give a fuck. I don't know what's going to happen. But from what my what I'm seeing in real life with real conversations, talking to people, that's not what he's doing right now is not the end all be all of like he's lost the election. I think honestly it's putting them in a better position because if they know one thing, they know that this nigga don't give a fuck and he will say how he feel. And like, you know, you, whether that's a good or a bad thing, who knows? But I yeah, think I mean, you know, people are so untrusting of the government right now that they'd rather have a unhinged nigga that's going to be honest at least than a fucking liar. And, you know, we just had liars so much. And I think people are tired of that. I think I think that's one of the things like, you know, he is building a bigger name for himself, which is something that he needs to do. He's getting on the news every fucking day now. You know what I mean? So like on the sneak, if he did want to do like a presidential run, like that is helping him get audience of some sort, whether it's good or bad. He's getting attention similar to Trump. Um, but yeah, you know what I mean? I, I, I am personally not not a con. I, I don't mind him as a person, I guess, but I don't, I'm not going to put my stock in him as as a leader for me. He's not a guy that, oh, you know what, I, I, I see what he's doing and, and I want to believe in that. Um, you know, I'd rather follow some other people we talked about before. I'd rather go for Elon or Mark Cuban or, or any of those sort of guys that I think are really competent and I'm show it every single home. day. And they're not, you know what I mean? They don't fuck they're up. Like Kanye, Kanye saying that shit, it don't matter. It's a fuck up, dude. You, you don't do that. If you have a mission and you want to do this shit, that's why people have to stay the course. Like crazy thing in life is like, you know, you could do, everything right a hundred things right but you do that one thing wrong and unfortunately true part of life is that could fuck that hundred shit up just by doing one thing wrong you know what i mean yeah but i think what he's trying to do is change that narrative because that's true but like that's only true because people make it true and i think like what kanye is trying to attempting to do in a crazy ass way right now is change that narrative of you have to put on this fake ass I'm perfect, whatever, um, persona to to be somebody. Because if we're being real, not nobody's perfect. So I think Trump was the first part of that. And he just proved that a nigga can do it. And, you know, Kanye is, like, just trying to take that to the, to the extreme. But, you know, like I said, bro, you know, I don't know what. I mean, like, I don't, I really don't think this nigga is, like, you know, having a, a mental crisis right now, I think he just really doesn't give a fuck no more. And I've been at that point of, like, really not giving a fuck at all. And I think he's just there and so many people give a fuck that they think this nigga's tripping. But I think, like, he just doesn't give a fuck. So, I mean, if you want to call not giving a fuck, you know, a mental health crisis, then, yeah, he's having one. But I just don't think he give a fuck. But, you know, in that, you know, I, I go to school with a lot of Jewish people. I love all y'all. Um, you know, I don't I don't want no problems with none of y'all. 
at all. So I, you know, I'ma just I'ma just sit this one out, you know. <laughs> I'ma just sit this one out. Um, but what I won't do is I'm not gonna condemn Kanye and I'm not gonna condemn Kyrie. And I'm not going to condemn any of these other black people. And like, you know, I can be a bigot or whatever, but it's just I see so many white people, so many um, homosexual people, so many people of, you know, status and, and just different, you know, groups in society in America, just in the world, get away with so much shit that black people aren't are allowed to. And like even fucking LeBron bitch ass, he brung up. Yo, why was y'all niggas asking me so many questions about Kyrie, but y'all don't want to ask any questions about Jerry Jones and the little picture? Which, I mean, like, honestly, I kind of agree with Stephen A. Smith for that. Like, the nigga was 14 in the pick. I'm not about to crucify that nigga. Like, you was supposed to be racist at 14 back in the... In the like, you exactly. Know, I'm not gonna be, it's That's like... Why. Yeah. yeah. But at the You're same time... You're not surprised time, by that, you know what I mean? You're not yeah, even but, surprised by it. But at the same time, it's like, you know, that's not too much different from how Kyrie feels about it's just like he feels it now, you know. And if the media was around back then, you feel me? And and it, it kind of it's like, damn, we're supposed to be thinking just how, how everybody else thinks like that's like what's all right. So, I mean, you know, on one hand, I understand. But on the other hand, it's like, dog, y'all are just so wishy washy that. I'm not going to take part in tearing down another black nigga. Like, I'm just not. And I don't care if this nigga crucified somebody on live. It's like, you feel me? Or not even somebody. He's crucifying himself on fucking national TV every day. Like, you know, it's just like, bro, I know he was pushed to this, like, point. You know, like, and and I'm not about to take part in... in and building whatever narrative y'all want to build when y'all was the ones who pushed them to this point. I'm not saying y'all specifically talking about any group, just like, you know, corporate and white America in general. Like, you know, this shit is really, you know, I was watching this one podcast and there was like the white people was quick to be on um, Kanye's side when it came to the white lives matter and all that shit. And they was, they was all free speech, all this shit, all then. But as soon as they, this nigga started saying shit that they didn't like. Now the script's flipped. And that's what I'm talking about. So it's like, y'all y'all just hypocrites, bro. And I'll sit this one out because I think, you know, him saying the shit about, you know, Hitler and the swastika shit, you know, like, that's real extreme. And I don't really, I don't, I don't feel like dealing with that shit. So I'm going to just sit this one out. But I'm not, I'm not about to, you know, crucify this nigga with y'all. Fuck that. And I still think the nigga might win. <laughs> yeah, no, what happens, man? But like I said, it, you know, there's just certain things that are, uh, you know, I mean, if people went around saying the same shit, even about black people, like, oh, yeah, on a, on... know, they should be slaves and shit, like that person would not receive mainstream backing. That's just not a yeah, mainstream that's right. acceptable but thing anymore. I agree with you. But I, I'm saying I don't think he needs the mainstream backing. I think I think if anyone doesn't need it, it's Kanye. 
or yay or somebody. Eventually, you know, to, to be the president of the United States, you do need to kind of get some mainstream because you need the majority of the people. So if you but ain't I on think, that stream, you ain't you ain't getting. You know, what I, I think mean? yay to an <laughs> is is mainstream himself. You know, like he's mainstream enough where niggas know about him and and you know like. You know, like niggas say that Trump's brung Trump brung out the racist whites. This nigga saying he hate, you know, you, well, he, he actually never said he hated, you know, them that group of people. He just said he loved um Dolph and the Nazis. So you know, if niggas thought Trump brung out the racist, this nigga Kanye about to bring them out in a whole different way, if that's the case. So, you know, I I just think like Right now, it's easier to, to write this nigga off because there's so much mainstream hate coming at him. But I read these comments, bro. I go on Twitter. They do polls. There's a lot of niggas sticking up for Kanye. A lot. Like, a lot. Yeah. It's, not, it's not on no, like, 30, 70. They're getting, it's like 54, 48. Like, we're with Kanye. And it's like, yeah. dog, that's yeah. right now while he's yeah. saying this crazy shit. You got to remember, niggas' memories, like, is short-term as fuck. I think they're going to forget yeah. about this in a couple of months. And, I, like like you said, that shit's out there. They can just bring it up and be like, this nigga said he loved Hitler. But at the, I, I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen. This is, like, the first time, like, I don't even want to give yeah. a prediction because I really don't know what's going to happen. But I don't think he's totally out. I really don't. Yeah, well, we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> hey, but... um. You know, get, getting off yay for a little bit. Did you see um what what the Congress how, what happened with the Congress uh meeting for the stocks and all that shit? You want to talk about that a little bit? Um. Well, yeah. So, so I guess the the big meeting is is coming up next week. They're going to talk about uh you know the Fed's coming out with a rate hike. It's probably going to be 05 percent is what they're saying, uh, which would be little less than the 0.75s that they were doing. Um, but I think, you know, they're still saying, you know, the jobs are too high. Uh, you know, yeah, they but think it's bad sometimes when, when wages are going up. What's they're that? saying there's too many jobs or, or yeah. too much? A little bit of both. You know what I mean? They're saying, yeah, the job markets, uh, you know, there's still too much demand in the economy, I guess. Um, so it, it's weird, you know, I guess. But they also say, the stuff that they did didn't even fully take effect, you know, because you raise these rates and stuff like that. Uh, you know, a lot of people are losing their jobs, a lot of tech jobs and things like that, you know, and oh, those God, companies will just laid off half them niggas. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, on Twitter, they were in a, in a bad situation too, because, you know, when, Twi when Elon bought Twitter, he didn't really just buy it with all his money. He financed a lot of debt that Twitter has to pay for it itself. Um, you know, so, you know, yesterday, my bad, like, but real quick, I saw yesterday um, Elon tweeted out a lot of the advertisers are going back to Twitter. Um, Did they realize they might, he's not le leaving? Um, yeah, they, I, don't, I don't know if, if that's all really happening. Yeah, I know that they, they lost a lot, so they have a lot of ground to gain back. Um, you know, I, I think Twitter going to survive. Uh, there's not another alternative to it yet. I think he can make it better. Uh, but he's going to have to sort all that shit out. And I think, you know, he kind of has to come to the table with these companies because, like I said, yeah, if he does want them to advertise with him, which he has to have, uh, or the company won't exist. So, you know, you have to find a way to make it work. 
No, that's facts. But um, go going back to the inflation shit, you know, like, and and this was a take I've had for years now. When when niggas were arguing for minimum wage to be brought up to fifteen bucks, I remember I started seeing like entry level jobs at McDonald's. You getting paid fifteen now and shit. And I'm like, and I had this take back in high school, like my sophomore, junior year. I was like, you know, like, you know, that shit sounds good, but y'all do realize that there's shit's just going to get more expensive, you know? And slowly, that's what we started to see. Like, they've, they're starting to pay niggas more, but also everything's more expensive. And now you have these entry-level jobs, they're paying $15, $16 an hour, meaning that these supervisors at these entry-level jobs are getting... 23 24 25 bucks an hour which is kind of a lot you know <laughs> which it, so it's like you know it, it has to balance out some way they don't just want everybody you know the way that capitalism and this you know economy is just set up there has to be a, a poor working class so they can't have everybody you know chilling you know so i think you know people that are like surprised at this they just didn't like put two and two together they didn't look like forward or ahead and like oh you know this chain reaction will cause this down the line they were just like yo i want 15 bucks for an hour and that's why when it's like dog it's not like you really getting paid more because shit just gonna cost more like yeah you just feel like you get paid more because you have more money in your bank account but your expenses are going up every month, and people well, don't. Well, that you put two and two together. Right yeah, now. that's that's actually a little bit different there um, with the fifteen dollars an hour and things like that because all of the increase in the prices came first. You know what I mean? So I mean, the minimum oh, wage is, is yeah, and that's the thing. I mean, and one of the ways that now you see it in in everything, so it's more noticeable. But but the big areas where um, you know is is in like rent, um, and most yeah, poor people higher are, than are, ever. Exactly. Most poor but, people. But that's now though. I'm talking about I was utilities. Talking about no, but even even years ago, I mean that stuff was steadily increasing, but the wages weren't. So wages never keep up with inflation. Yeah, that's never. true. That's true. You know what I mean? So saying the fifteen, that was like that was like making up for twenty years of, of stagnant wages. Cause before the fifteen, we were people were still making like nine dollars an hour and shit. You know what I mean? And you work nine dollars an hour with forty hours a week. You ain't living. You know what I mean? You're you're still on the street. Yeah, I ain't gonna um, lie. My first job, you know I, mean? I was making ten, and I was working like a slave, getting like probably four hundred bucks a week, like working a full time fucking forty five hours. And that's not even, and you can't even afford rent then. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, like that, that, I think that's kind of what they did. And even at fifteen dollars an hour, you pretty much still can't afford rent. You got to live with somebody. You yeah. know, unless you're renting a room or something like that, you're not renting an apartment or anything like that with the minimum wage, $15 an hour. So, uh, and most places, because uh, my girlfriend was looking for uh, apartments and stuff like that, they require um, that your income is three times the monthly rent. You know, so let's say a rent is $1,200. That means you have to make at least $3,600 a month. To, to, to live there at least uh, and that's low you know i mean twelve hundred dollars a month so a lot of places are gonna be like fourteen hundred dollars a month so then you gotta be, get be able to afford what forty two hundred two hundred dollars i make i make probably right around fifteen to two two 
Because <laughs> like at FedEx with my job right now. So it's like Yeah. Yeah, I, I couldn't live. I couldn't. But the yeah, same thing is like I mean, no, nah, no, nah, I, I do get that. But I, I my argument is I just think like the government doesn't give a fuck. So it's like that's why I'm looking at it from a different, you know, perspective, I guess, because I'm already expecting like, you know, they just don't give a fuck. So why would they give niggas more money and wages to combat, you know, because it's just, like you said, it still is not making up for anything. And it's just kind of also piling onto the problem of now shit's more expensive, you know? So, I mean, I don't know, like, like shit's like next year on Bank of America, they said that we're looking at a recession in America, about 175K jobs every month probably going to be lost you know and right now shit's not i don't even know how shit really is right now it's like really weird right now so i you know we we just we kind of in limbo seeing how shit gonna happen <laughs> like what's gonna happen right now but you know like when you hear shit like that from a big ass bank it's like you know what, what what's what's your first thoughts hearing hearing that you know that we're we're going to lose be losing about let's just say 150,000 dogs per per month um all next year let's let's say so 12 months at a that's over a million and, and a half jobs next year that are going to be lost yeah what do you think that does to the economy and, and to people yeah that's going to be interesting because one of the other things that i i heard were you know people were kind of countering the the fed was saying you know we need to get job demand down um, but they're really not taken into account i think it was like since like 2008 or something even uh, the number of boomers retiring is like in the millions per year and that's only going to accelerate as they get older and again that's the largest generation you know what i mean so these people are going to be losing the you know i'm moving into a new territory and work and you know what's happened to the guy he's retiring uh, you know because he's getting old so you know, they, they have to factor that in, too. Like, if these people are leaving the workforce and, and that it does make sense. Um, but, yeah, we'll see what happens, you know, to the economy in that sense. I, I You know, the banks um, could be right. Uh, they they have weird areas where the job losses are occurring, actually. Are, are they banking, like, on people retiring later? Because I thought, like, I saw something that, like, a lot of people are starting to retire later because they need more money. So, like. Where when they're retiring at like 55, 60, now it's like 65, 70. And like the life yeah, yeah, yeah. is only like 70. So it's right. Yeah. No, yeah. I mean, that's the thing. Yeah, but these people are getting to that age. They're getting to that 65. I mean, my mom's like 65, you know what I mean? So they're getting to that age and stuff. Um, and there's older boomers than that. Um, you know, so that the people are getting to that age and, and it's just going to start happening, I think, regardless. And that's why, um, you know, opportunities for younger people are crazy. Like I said, this one dude at, at ADP, they hired the dude right out of fucking high school. I mean, he was some rich kid. He knew his dad was like somebody, but still, um, you know what I mean? It's just they just need the people, you know, and if they're looking for people that desperately, you know, I think certain areas 
are going to lose a lot of jobs. So you will have a lot of job losses, but the gains are still going to be there in certain areas like healthcare. They're still begging for people to do that shit. You know what I mean? Yeah, you can they, look at they're going to have to always, especially now with all these old niggas, like getting to on their last legs, they're yeah. going to need hella people. Because like you just said, the biggest generation. Yeah, that's that's probably the safest that. job, honestly, healthcare. If y'all want to yeah, no you know, that's the safest job. It's the safest job, but people don't want to do it anymore because nowadays there's so many jobs where you can work from home and all that good shit. You know what I mean? You actually want to have to show up, put in long hours. People don't. I mean, a lot of healthcare now is from home, though. Yeah, but not. You're talking about them real sick people. You ain't going to be taking care of them from home. You know what I mean? It's going to be on the floor, nurses level shit. You know, me. Yeah. You're going to have to have the hands on shit. Somebody's changing the catheter. You know, yeah. people wipe wiping asses like you know you got to have those sort of people. It's just it is what it is. But but, but I, I, what I mean them. like I think like you know even though like the fucking medical industry still fucking booming, I like I'm I'm just noticing a lot of people are shifting from that you know traditional hospital hospital um, nurse patient kind of work and now like my sister she's a at home um healthcare like overnight stayer or watcher so she take care of the people at home i think like it, we're kind of she goes to their home right yeah 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 yeah, yeah. She, she does I mean, do that's... all that like annoying <laughs> shit, but yeah um it's it's kind of like almost through uh through uh what's the word um a third party interest like it's not directly through the hospital no more and, and that's yeah, yeah, yeah i don't know i i kind of i guess those are still the same thing i kind of am looking at them a little differently but i guess they are kind of the same thing as far yeah as and workers. and i'm just talking about jobs where you have to show up and like so i mean oh, your sister yeah. get up out of her house and she's going to somebody else's house you know what i mean so you're not in the comfort but of she your be home. chilling though that's why yeah, I, no I, doubt, no doubt. It's probably not a bad job, and and a lot of jobs aren't bad jobs. I just feel like yeah, that nowadays, you know, like people are like dragging their feet about going back to work, going back to the office. I mean, that's just the stories that people are saying out there. I know people don't. I didn't want to go back to the fucking office. You know, what I mean, especially when you know, if you were a senior person, they didn't have to go. Like, if not everybody's there, but you had to go. It was always a weird environment then. Um, and that's why I found a new job where I get to work from home and just do traveling and stuff like that. You know, uh, just the autonomy to do what you want to do and make money is is valued, I think, today more than ever. That's facts. Like, and and this kind of brings me back to something we talked about a different pod about like you saying all these jobs are opening up and all these young people are going to have to take them. And you know, a couple pods ago we were talking about. Right now is record lows of, of males going to college and I was kind of hitting that college degrees, you know, they losing, you know, their value every single year as the price just keeps going up. Do you think now that all these baby boomers, all these people are leaving, do you think these companies are just going to be like damn near kind of like how colleges are saying, fuck the SAT, we don't really care no more. They're going to be like, man, fuck a degree. You know, we just going to look at your resume in a holistic way and like really choose people that we think are just going to be good fits rather than, oh, you need this degree and yada, yada. Like, how do you think that these, as far as this college, um, this is going to play in a part with this job loss? And do you think people with these degrees are going to be the ones getting laid off 
are are they the ones going to be getting hired? Like, how do you think that's going to all play out? Yeah, um, you know, I, I think companies are, aren't going to have a choice eventually. You know, like I said, they need to fill the spots. So, um, like, that's why they're taking people with no degree but just experience. And, you know, I know a lot of people that got those jobs at ADP, um, you know, didn't have college degrees and things like that, um, but just had a little bit of experience, you know, um, and they'll give you a chance. But, um, yeah, some of the people with the degrees, yeah, you're going to get laid off. I mean, if you're a big-time computer engineer and stuff like that, you know, those people are, are the ones getting laid off from those tech companies, um, you know, especially the tech companies that aren't making money right now, you know, which a lot of them don't. So, um, you know, those big startups and stuff like that, it's easy to invest all that money when the money's cheap. But when it's not, then you got to cut back. Uh, but those people are not going to be hurting for work. You know what I mean? They'll be able to find and freelance. And, you know, um, that's what they were, people were saying, too, is, you know, they need those people in other industries as well. Um, but those people generally gravitate towards the, the big flashy Like, you see what they were giving, getting at Twitter $400 a day for lunch. Man, yeah, exactly. Why would I want to? All right, welcome back from the commercial break, y'all. Um, you know, we're just talking about job loss, college degrees. You know, is this like a big concern, especially for us in college right now? The ones getting ready, you know, deciding if they want to go to college, whether they should or not. Um, you know, honestly, all that's up to you. I don't fucking know. I don't want you to take my advice for nothing because I don't want to be blamed for nothing. But um. I think, like, you know, something else we got to realize is we kind of look to the past and, you know, to older the older generations a lot for advice. But the world is changing so much and so fast that, like, you know, it, and I'm not saying don't look to the past or don't look to, to older people for advice. But at the same time, we live in a way different world than, you know, our parents and grandparents did. So their theory of you know you can save your way to being rich or buying a house no the fuck you can't they they just have, they don't understand that no more and like this is true they, that's still very good advice from for the world they lived in but they don't understand the world is way fucking different now you can't fucking save yourself to to be a millionaire you just cannot you know unless you're making 500 plus grand a year then then maybe but still, your expenses are yeah. probably going to be like 200K a year. So <laughs> it's like, you know, you got to like really be smart and, and and not only smart, quick. It's like, that's like damn near as, I'm not going to see as important, but it's almost close to being as important as being smart. You got to be quick with it because we live in such a fast paced society now. So, um, you know, I think like, for our generation and the people coming up right now, we're coming on to a time where college degrees aren't going to have the same, you know, oomph that they used to. And and if you're really skilled and you're really smart and you're really like that, you know, like YouTube University teaches a lot of niggas. And if you just yeah, are really good, I think that you don't really need to waste your time going to college. You just got to really sell yourself. It'll be harder to sell yourself, but... I think is very possible. And not only that, I think like it damn near will make you more um more desirable, you know, like if if you can position yourself the right way. Um, 
But I, I'm again, I don't know shit. Don't listen to me. And you know, again, um, you know, before we we start talking about these stocks, we are not financial advisors. We don't know anything. We're just talking. <laughs> um, but um, what what you think about the stock market? You know, it went up a little bit after Thanksgiving. Um, you know, get had a little boost. Yeah, definitely. Um, you think it goes down? Does it stay right around where it's at? Even crypto's going up. You know, which is a little su- surprising, especially with this FTX shit. Um, what what do you think is, is the future with the the market with crypto? Do you think? It stays right here for a little bit, then drops again. Do you think it goes up? What what are your, what are your thoughts on that? Yeah, no, it's tough. It's tough to gauge now, you know, because I feel like people are, are kind of realizing, like, all right, shit's gonna happen, but you know, I don't know. Unless you're like a short term trader, um, you know, you're diving in and out type of thing. Uh, but people are just kind of steady investing money, and I think more people are doing that these days. You know, I know you're doing it. I know I'm doing it. Um, you know, people are just taking that route and they realize like that's something that you have to do. Before. Can't just be your 401k. It's going to get you rich. Like you said, you know, it's tough to become a millionaire. Um, you know, it's going to be those dividends hitting on those stocks, things like that. You know, it's going to have to help you. Um, but uh, yeah, I think I'm hoping <laughs> the market actually goes down a little bit, you know, sure. you know, because I, I hope it doesn't like steady tick up. I'm hoping like they get the news on the, the interest rates and it drops a little bit. And if that's the case, um, you know, if it does drop on like Tuesday or something like that, I'm definitely buying. Yeah. Same. I think like me personally, like I'm about to really be on some like real adult and shit come next year. And I think, you know, this is like the best time for young people to really start this adult and shit since the market's going to be fucked next year, and I think it's going to be fucked because they said we're heading into a recession. And, you know, like we said this last pod, Bezos has already said that we're he's already hinted towards a recession, told niggas not to buy really expensive shit, big shit. Um, and now this is Bank of America. So that's Amazon and Bank of America that's hinting towards recessions. These niggas know a lot about money, so I'm going to trust them. When they say, yeah. nigga, <laughs> we're probably about to hit a recession. I'm going I'm to believe them over the niggas on Twitter. So yep. I, I think that, you know, like, you know, I with me, you know, like you said, my, my FedEx job's safe. Niggas need their packages. So yep, yep. I think that um, I'm next year I'm about to really start uh, budgeting myself. Like, like I'm really going to, like, really be penny- and um nickel pushing to maximize my cash the most and i'm gonna like have it set up to where like i'll probably take probably less than five no nah, probably anywhere between five to 15 percent of my profit i'm not even going to say like income just the profit after my um expenses and use that shit um for quick money and, and start trying like really learn that get in get out stock market method i'm not going to mm-hmm. too much risk like i just want to see how well i can do that because i think i'm pretty intelligent and i think you know if other niggas can do this shit i can figure out how to do it too um but i'm really about to like right now I already put about 300 bucks in the market every week um and that that's been going pretty good for me actually i'm put, really putting about 350 400 because i put some in crypto every week too 
And and once the new year starts, right now I'm only in Coinbase, but after this FTX shit, do not have all your coins on one site. Do not. It's the dumbest shit you could do. So I'm gonna get in Binance um soon and just steadily just put a little bit into both of those. Um, you know, especially when I get this promotion, a little pay raise, it, it'll be easy. Um, I invest more and and all that shit, but. You know, I was actually talking to my homie about this um, a couple of days ago. Like, I started off this year in a badass spot situation. Like, I think it was March, April. Um, I literally was in the negative for the first time in my life. I was, like, in debt. Because I've never had a credit card. So, like, I've never been in debt. Been in debt. But my debit bank account mm -hmm. went negative. I didn't even know that shit could happen. I got hit me with the overdraft. I was so much in there. I got a uh, fucking cash out for 50 bucks and I couldn't even get none of the money because because it got hit with the yeah. overdraft right away. <laughs> so I'm like, damn, nigga, I'm broke, bro. <laughs> I really can't get nothing right now. So um, but like since then, like like when I say broke, I didn't have no assets. I mean, I like my computer and shit, but like, you know, I was I was pretty much out down bad. And now like I'm like, damn, in, in less than like a quarter of a year, I've been able to see, secure a promotion at a at a pretty good company. Um get I'm almost um I'm I'm about two and a half bands. No, I'm I'm over three bands invested in crypto and stocks combined. And I really only started investing like a couple months ago, maybe August for real. Yeah, that's good. Um, fucking like I'm like, damn. And it's really was because I just put my head down and I just started working. I stopped complaining, stopped making excuses. And I was like, man, let's just get this shit done. And and it really like goes to show like you can change your situation so quickly, so fast. And and most times so easily, it just comes with the change of mindset. And I think that's why like I'm really ready for next year. And I'll turn 22 next year. I'm like really about to start like trying to maximize you know myself and my profits as, as widely as I can because um I'm starting to realize that like you know life is only as hard as you make it and at the same time it's only as hard as you think it is like shit is only as difficult as you think it is because if people people make shit more difficult than it really is like if you know you got to go through these hoops this bullshit in order to do x y and z or whatever you know, you can act like it's hard, but if that's what you have to do to do it, it's not hard. It's just what you have to do. So, and I think that's like what I'm realizing more and more as I, I get older. And, um, you know, like I implore, you know, y'all listen, just, you know, don't use my numbers, don't use my percentages, but take, take a little bit. If you have a job, just start investing in your future and yourself, especially if you down bad right now, or if you don't like, one, if you're down bad right now and you're depressed, my advice to you is get a job if you don't have a job. Just, like, do something to where you're getting your yourself out of your head. Because most people that are depressed, they just have so much time on their hands that 24-7, they're, they're just living in that depressed-ass, sad reality. Like, once I got a job, nigga, I was at work. I didn't have time to fucking be sad and think about that shit all the time because I'm working – when I'm not working, I'm going to class. And when I'm not going to class, I'm fucking sleep. So it's like I didn't have time to sit around and be fucking sad. I think that's why so many people get 
depressed when they go to college just because like you just have so much time on your hand I remember nigga when I was in high school I had class from 9 a.m to 2 3 in the afternoon and then I had practice after that so nigga I didn't have time to be sad in high school but in college I got so much time on my hand it's like damn you can really think and I think that's like really a, a deep thing people don't understand you most of the time you're thinking yourself into depression or into a deeper depression. I'm not saying like fucked up shit doesn't happen because I've probably had more fucked up shit happen to me than most most of just people in general. Or not let me not say people, most of Americans for sure. Um, so like I I just think like everything's really a mindset. And and once you realize that, you can like really start changing your position in life. So, you know, I I'll say all that to say this, you know. Let, let's let's be 2023 is money moves moves year you feel me for for us young niggas like for for everybody listening to this pod i really want y'all to like really try and key in and and really advance yourself in the position you're in and like i want y'all to be able to look at this shit um you know it's gonna go up probably sometime in the next couple of days so december whatever beginning of december 2022 i want y'all to be able to look back at this next year this time and be like damn look how much we've grown not only the pods gonna grow but you've grown and that's one thing like especially for everybody listening right now because like i'm i'm so crazy now like i'm so off the shit that i know this shit's gonna work i know that this mdh shit's gonna work this pod i just believe so much that niggas might call me crazy, but I, I just know this shit is going to work in my heart as long as I stay true, we stay true to what we want to do in the plan, and we just are real, which, you know, that's, like I said, you know, I said the, the shit earlier about yay, and yeah, y'all know I'm being real, I don't give a fuck, but, um, you know, so I think, I really believe that this shit is going to work, and I don't want y'all that's really rocking with us right now, you know, to be in the same position when this shit really do start hitting. I want us all to grow together. So like I said, 2023 is going to be a big ass year for the channel, big ass year for the podcast. And it's hopefully going to be a big ass year for all of us ourselves. But, you know, back to this stock shit, quick. this S this FTX shit, bro. This nigga has not gotten in no trouble for this shit. They saying this nigga gave over billions of other niggas money basically to the dmc to the democrats because you gotta real like y'all gotta realize with this ftx shit how this shit was a scam none of these coins were backed so they were just kind of saying they had it and then they made a coin and like backed it up themselves by coins they didn't have so they were just like scamming nigga it was like the biggest ponzi scheme you can really think of and this nigga took so anything people invested on the site if it wasn't back, y'all was just giving this nigga your, your money, basically, and investing in him and his site and hoping that the shit worked. That's basically what y'all was doing. And what this nigga did with y'all investments was donate billions of dollars to the Democratic Party, donate billions of dollars to, to Ukraine, donate, which, you know, like, whether you think this is a good thing or not. It's not the point. It's y'all didn't choose that for that. That that's not what y'all was doing with the money. You feel me? Like it's one thing y'all knew this nigga was doing that, and y'all still wanted. That's one thing. Y'all niggas was buying fucking crypto with that money, and he was 
fucking exploiting the fuck out of all people with the help of celebrities that put this nigga on. And this nigga hasn't gotten in no trouble. It's like, bro, I see these celebrities getting in more trouble than this nigga. So it's like, dog, you know, that's another thing. That's another reason why I'm not going to shit on Kanye right now. Because it's like, this nigga is getting away with this shit, Scott fucking free, and Kanye is, is getting canceled off the face of the earth for a tweet. So, like, dog, this shit, to me personally, is way more evil than anything Kanye can fucking say. Because Kanye's just a nigga. This nigga actually did some crazy shit. You know, like, they, like you gotta, like, we gotta really realize this. This shit's happening at the same time. Everybody's mad at Kanye when Kanye just fucked up his own money, right? This nigga, S, the FTX fucked up, ev like, like, I don't think people realize how many people and how much money got just fucked from that. And that no, people are not getting that shit back. So like, what do you think about this whole situation? Like, this nigga is going on, like, an interview tour, and he not getting in no trouble. Like, I think this shit is the biggest, this might be the biggest, um, you know, scam of the century, to be honest. Yeah, definitely. You know, big scam of the last ten years. You know, what I mean, it's a lot of money. Maybe um, last fifty. Like, uh, can we Bernie think of Madoff. Think Bernie Madoff was pretty big. Um, you know, there's a lot of celebrities and stuff tied up in that that just lost their money and they weren't, you know, advertising it or something. They just got sucked in and lost their money. But um, he's definitely a big one. But uh, yeah, no, dude, this is fucking huge and and. They were saying in the interviews, like, oh, like, why aren't you coming back to the United States? Do you feel like you could? And, you know, right now he says he feels like he could. I mean, he's still hanging out in the Bahamas. But, I mean, if he does come here, um, I, I say they got to they gotta catch him. Um, one of the things, though, he wasn't just uh, donating to Democrats. He was donating to Republicans, too. Um, they had a big list of all the people on, on the one uh, screen and shit. They showed it up. Um, so he was just donating to anybody who had who could help him out. You know, that's how politics works usually. So which is even um, more fucked up. Because because like you know, like it'd be one thing if, if he just believed in one side and wanted to give them all his money. This nigga is like really playing political chess with y'all niggas money. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, dude. I mean yeah that and, and the way he's going around on these fucking interviews, just saying, oh, you know, I didn't know what I was doing and I, I didn't mean to. And like, I don't know. I don't think that shit flies. Um, you know, there's rules and, and shit. And he knew what he was getting. You know, That's you have to know thing. what you're getting into. It's like this nigga, all these say, this nigga can say he didn't mean to. And everybody, like, oh, well, well, you know, we, we're not going to blame you. Bro, <laughs> oh, Kanye can, can say. say I didn't mean I was sleepy, a little drunk. I didn't mean to send the tweet. Niggas didn't give a fuck. And that's the that's that double standard shit I'm talking about. Cause this nigga really fucked with niggas' money. This nigga, all this nigga Kanye did was say some shit. And whether you agree with it or not, whether you liked what he said or not, all he said was say all he did was say shit. And this nigga literally fucked with billions of dollars of niggas' money. And he knocked yeah. it. And he getting a and and these niggas are going on the same, you know, kind of tours. They both going on a bunch of different fucking shows and shit and talking. Except this nigga Kanye is being crucified on every single one he goes on. And this nigga is, what's his name again? Sam Bankman-Fried. Yeah, Sam Bankman-Fried. This nigga, S SBF, is getting a fucking praise. And, and everybody like, oh, it's all right. You didn't know. Well, 
I think it's a little different. I mean, they're still villainizing him too, but you know, you're talking about like I mean, when I say everybody, I mean mainstream media. Racism. Um, you know. So and that, so you know, I think everybody's after him and stuff. They're not they're looking at him in a different way right now because I, I think people are just trying to get the answers from him and uh, you know, with those interviews. He's he's stupid, man. I mean, he he shouldn't be going out there talking the way he is if he wants to avoid jail time. Uh, his lawyer probably told him that, and everybody thing, said right? that. But my thing is like, I don't think he's worried about going to jail because this nigga has to have good ass lawyers, right? What if you were worried about going to jail? What's the first thing your attorney gonna say? Don't fucking say shit. Don't say a goddamn thing. Well, this nigga's going to no, I think his lawyers are telling him. I think his lawyers are telling him that, and uh, he's just not listening right now. <laughs> oh, that nigga dumb as fuck, then. Exactly. Well, not even, <laughs> maybe that nigga just like really like. You feel me? Really? Don't think he he gonna get caught? <laughs> yeah, no, I, I think that's the thing. I think he's just like, oh man, I, I'm sorry, I didn't know what I was doing, like you know that sort of shit, and. You know, like I said, I'm pretty sure that doesn't fly. Uh, you can't, it's not going to work. Um, but, you know, we'll see. <laughs> not work. All <laughs> <laughs> right. No, it's better at work. Yeah, it's crazy. But, yeah, no, definitely with the with the crypto, they actually say what you should do is to take it um, off of the offline, off of all those things and put it in like a cold storage, like one of those crypto wallet type of things. Um, I used to fuck around with it a little more, but no, but yeah, that's the that's the safest way to do it. Yeah, bro, this this shit is just like crazy to me. Like, you know, speaking of craziness, these niggas in um San Fran, they they, I'm not kidding at all. They literally just um they're allowing police, so they have these remote can, and it's you know what it's just so crazy because I'm glad we do these podcasts we have these conversations because y'all can go back about 40, 50, 60 episodes when me and Dre we were talking about these robot dogs that they were using for the police and shit and we was like and they putting robot they putting guns on the robot dogs and we was like why the fuck would you want to put a gun on that thing. And we was like, you know, it's kind of like giving off Terminator um, vibes a little bit. And we kind of was hitting towards this shit about to happen. Police have just been given the go-ahead in San Francisco to um, allow ro- remote-controlled robots to, to kill suspects. Now, they said it will only be happening in extreme cases, extreme instances. Again, these are extreme instances and cases are being you know, dictated by the police that are using them. So, like, if I'm a police officer, if it comes down to me getting shot or using a fucking robot killing machine to kill a nigga, I'm going to use the robot killing machine. If I'm at that. Every, every situation is like at that point. So, I, shit, what, what you think, bro? <laughs> you think that's a good a step in the right direction or are we headed towards a very nefarious future in the West? Like, I think that's actually insane. That's an interesting one because um, 
you know, people could, uh, but, you know, if you're sending the robot in, obviously you're not in as much danger, so you shouldn't need to to shoot too quick, um, you know, so maybe it'll help because then they're not actually putting themselves in danger. But uh, who knows? You know, I mean, I guess we'll have to see how it all plays out, you know. Sounds crazy in theory. It's not, I don't think it's a real robot that has like autonomous thinking. I think they still control it. But, but um, like, still. But yeah, then you can't say I was threatened because you weren't threatened. Oh, my robot was threatened. I don't, I don't think that's going to fly. But oh, my robot they're, was giving them, they're giving these robots to go ahead to kill niggas. Not, not, oh, we can use them now on the streets. They said they are allowing these niggas to shoot and kill suspects. Now, I want y'all to remember, right? San Fran was one of the main places these BLM fucking protests was popping the fuck off. And remember, all y'all niggas was ACB, fucking Black Lives Matter, all cops are bastards just, just last year, just two years ago. And now San Fran, one of the most democratic cities in the on the on the face of the earth is now allowing niggas to use robot killing fucking machines. This, this isn't 20 years down the line. This isn't 10 years down the line. It's not even five years later. It's been a year and a half, if that. Meaning that they had to be working on this shit when y'all niggas were protesting. So, you know, like, like I said, bro, like, I don't know. Shit seems crazy. Yeah, and uh, you know, that is it is crazy. Sounds crazy. Um, you know, like so we'll have to see what all happens, but yeah, maybe it's going in a dark direction. Could could very well be. But I just think, you know. I don't know. I don't even know what to expect from the future at this point. Yeah, man, you never know, dude. It, it's crazy. Um, but like you were saying, just keep investing in yourself. Hunk it down. Make sure you're ready for whatever's coming. That's what we need to do. Yeah. It's coming one way or another. You just got to be as ready as you can for it, pretty much. And, yeah, that's fact. And, and that's why I'm on this, like, you know, I view life right now. There's only like two things you can do in life. You can either choose to play the game or not play the game. You can play this worldly game or you cannot. It's only two options we got. And I think, you know, living in America, we're kind of forced to play the game. Uh, at least this worldly game. Not not necessarily, but to an extent, you know, you are always tied to this game. And you got to play it. And that's why I go back to we're now moving. The game's moving into a new day and age, a new time to where you got to be quick. You know, it's changing very fast. So not only do you got to ca catch on quick, which I think like a lot of people you know, a lot of people struggle with just catching on quick. But on top of catching on quick, you got to be ready to fucking act even faster, like as soon as you see that pattern, you need to act on it because it's not going to be there probably next week or the week after. And I think, or or maybe like, depending on how fast you are, you got a couple months, maybe a year or something. And I think that's really this world we're, we're moving in. You got to like 
instead of waiting for the information to come to you, you got to start finding that information and, and like really looking at these um Congress meetings. Like, yeah, they're boring, but really just watch and listen to the 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 rhetoric that's being used and, and the language that they're using and all these other factors of things to really be able not only to so you can predict things so you can see how the world works and how money moves and and because you know as long as you're playing the game you got to care about money you know that's why i'm saying you can either play the game or not so um i think you know, we're coming in a day and age, a time where, you know, if we're, you're playing that game, you got to be playing it very quick, very fast. And, you know, a lot of people, they think, you know, it's still, they kind of wait for the information to come to them. They think it, they can play it slow. They they want to make sure, you know, they don't want to have any risk. So they want to make sure over 50%, 60% of niggas is doing it before they start doing it. And it's like the, the type of game we we playing right now, that's not going to fly. You got to be that first 25, 40% of individuals to get on the sun. And 40 is pushing it to like really be able to, to move throughout this game. Otherwise, you're just going to be stagnant. Yeah, no doubt. I mean, the earlier on something that hits, the the, the better you're going to be. So you got to be uh be out there researching, staying like, on top of shit. And, and, like, yeah. Like, you say, um, because crypto and shit is quote unquote crashing right now. If you got on crypto early on, you're still up. There was niggas that got in crypto and Bitcoin when it was like three cents yeah. coin. There was niggas, yeah, even yeah. in 2017, there was niggas who got into Bitcoin when it was like still just a, a couple thousand bucks a coin. So it's right now, they say it crashed. It was at 60, 70K, but now it's at like fucking um, 17, 16. There's a lot of niggas that are still up. Just the niggas who got in later are down right now. So I yeah. think like that, I think Bitcoin is going to be a real big thing of the future. I think, I if think, you listen to I spot, think that's the one. Crypto, Ethereum, uh, th this is again, we not we don't know shit. Don't listen to us. Um, you know, I'm not trying to S um Sam Bankman free y'all niggas. <laughs> I don't even own these platforms, so I'm really not. I'm not even telling y'all which platforms to invest on. Just if y'all are doing crypto, invest in multiple platforms, you know. Even if you want to do this shit on Cash App, I feel like Cash App a little more safe than fucking some of these other platforms. But um dog, like I think these are things that are really gonna be like staples in the future. And and think about it like this, you know, Rob's the one who put me onto this um dollar based averages when investing, you know, um so if you invest, let's say you, you want to put 10 bucks in every every week, you know, or even just 10 bucks in a month, you know, that's 120 bucks, which I think, you know, because a lot of people, they say they don't got the money, they don't got the time. It's just because they don't want to, you know, give that money there. You, I know niggas have 25. If you got a job, you got 25 to 50 bucks that you can put to the side a week or every two weeks to invest in some shit like you just gotta cut back whether that's not eating out every day not getting those shoes you want and that's a big thing for me because it's like you know i can either buy a a fucking one pair of nikes or i can buy a i can buy a a fucking uh what's it called a, a nike stock so it's like it's really 
it's it's your and you know those Nike stock these some of these stocks they give back dividends so you're making money off of niggas buying the shoes now. So and especially if you get in that quick, you start getting in that quick game, you can figure out oh this is the month niggas usually have money to buy shoes. This is when all these releases I'm gonna invest. In, I'm gonna get in Nike real quick. It's gonna go up ten bucks. Put five hundred bucks in there. So that's however many stocks. I think there are like a hundred dollars of stocks. So get five stocks. Quick 50 bucks right there. Sell it right there. It's going to go back down. By, so that's if you want to get in a little quick game. But I'm just saying all this to say this, you know, really start being smart and really start thinking about the future when you're doing these investments, especially with crypto. I feel like, you know, stocks, that's probably the safest, you know, but crypto, I think, is like the future. And, you know, just investing, let's say, $100 every month will get you $1,200 into, into these coins. And you do that, you know, I don't think crypto is going to be something that booms for the next, let's say, 7 to 12 years. So let's just say 10. That's $12,000 you got crypto over the, and And that $12,000 is going to turn into a lot more because these are vital, um, volatile coins and volatile assets. So, you know, that's just something to think about, y'all. But, you know, um, before we wrap it up out here, you know, my, my man Rob about to, to go watch some Eagles. Eagles lose. Yeah. Uh-uh. <laughs> one so far. Only lost once. So, now nah, probably my luck. We'll see. <laughs> uh, no, but, um, yeah, I, I just wanted um, to ask you, what, what, what advice you want to give, you know, the young – the young people that might be watching this, or even the uh, older people that are trying to get more hip to this new game that's being played, what advice would you give to them to start, you know, really investing in themselves and their future um, right now? You know, a lot of people might feel like they're not in the position to do so, yada, yada. What advice would you give to those people specifically to show that, like, you don't really got to be in the – like I said, I just started investing a couple months ago. I'm already – over three bands in so you don't gotta be in the greatest position to you know take advantage yeah man that that's the thing i think you know you're just a perfect example and and that's the advice i would give it's just like look look at what you did in such a short period of time you know just dollar cost averaging picking a couple stocks um you know i mentioned you know pick a couple um of those steady ones like you talked about you know make sure they're paying those dividends so that you're always getting something and and once you start doing that, you'll you'll kind of get addicted to it too. You know, it's an easy exactly. thing to turn into a habit because you'll like to see those numbers go up, and you always want to get them higher. You want to have more shares. You want to see your dollar value go up. You want to see exactly. your dividend get more. You know, and and yeah, this becomes addicting. So you just got to take that first step and get started in it. And I'm guarantee you're gonna like it. Be happy that you're doing it. Exactly, because like me, like. Every time you can, I, I do my shit through Robinhood, which I think you should also kind of do stocks through multiple shit. I, you know, I'm not on that yet. But um, like you, they tell you how much of each share you have. And I'm like, I'll see like, damn, I got two now, now I want three. Or, or now I want four, you know? And it's yeah, just yeah, yeah. getting like that. So like, you know, like, especially like when I get a full one of Tesla, I almost got a full one of Tesla now. Um. I got a full one of Disney, Meta, Apple, all these. I'm like, damn, if I got that one in a couple of months, you know, I in a couple more months, I'll have two. By next year, I'll have like five. The year after that, I'll have like 10. And then it's like, you you know, um, that your your dividends, you start getting more money for your dividends at that point. Not only that, 
you probably you're not hopefully you don't stay at the same you know job rate during that time you might start getting so now you put more more money it's like like you said it really becomes a game and and you know that's i feel like you know to end it off that's why i wanted to say to y'all it's like because right now like i said in these past three months i got in when the market was down it's still down and i'm up two percent right now just based off off dollar costs averages i'm up 50 bucks really more than that because um of the the dividends so i think like really once you realize that the game that we're playing as far as looking good trying to be the flyers is the game that is we're being told to play and you should never play the game you're being told to play <laughs> you should also be the, yeah. you always play the game that's really being played once you just like really flip that switch in your head you can realize like it, it becomes fun. It's almost like eating vegetables and fruit and shit. It's like once you get it out your mind that vegetables are nasty, they're good. It's like they're just a different taste. They're not nasty. They just this is how vegetables taste. And not only that, they're good for you. So like I used to not like eating tomato. Now it's like a game. I'm like, I want to eat a tomato every time chance I get to prove to myself, you know, I can eat a tomato. It's kind of like that. But um, yeah. you know, we we're gonna catch on the next one. You know, um, thank you, Rob, again for coming on, uh, showing some love. Um, ho hope you have fun at that that game. We're gonna leave oh, yeah, another poll in the, in this um pod. You know, just let us know what um some of your some things you're looking forward to next year. What you think on um, the market's gonna look like? Just you know, interact with us a little bit. You know, we love talking to y'all. But you know, if if that's all you know, you got Rob. We're going to go ahead and wrap it up here. This is MDH TV signing out. You know, we love all y'all. Invest in yourselves. And don't, you know, take stock in so much what one nigga is saying. And, you know, you know, just, just stay peaceful. Love y'all, man. Yeah. Have a good one, brothers. All right. Peace, y'all. Peace.